I've got a I've got cheesy applause too. <laughs> hey, what's up, dudes? Johnny Bean here. Quick reminder: I will be uh, I'll be coming at you live from the Nam Show starting January twenty fourth of twenty. Well, this year actually, it is twenty twenty four. So if you want exclusive Nam Show coverage, this is the place you want to be: Johnny Bean TV, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook channels. And you never know who we're going to see. We have a great time down there. Just amazing, amazing time. So hang out with us tonight, actually. We'll be talking with, uh, with the band Faith and Failure. So smash that subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. And uh, let's, uh, let's do this. All right, this is Johnny Bean TV. You're watching Johnny Bean TV. I'm Ole England, the guy with the, the face. I'm the live stream right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Ola England. Hey, what's up, dudes? Johnny Bean here. My machine, the batteries are running out, so it's it's just it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's microphone all over again yeah <laughs> you guys welcome it's it's january 7th 2024 we got faith in failure you guys are from ohio correct columbus yes, yes, we are. columbus right on right oh, on guys well, right on well hey let's Hello. let's introduce we got cole yep welcome welcome Hello. and you're you're the guitarist one of them a, yeah. one of the guitar players we got matthew mm-hmm Mm -hmm. You're the paint, the artist, uh, the artist <laughs> and the bassist. Yes. And One the of the bassists. Yes. What right on. <laughs> we got, we got Chad. What up? Welcome. You're the vocals. Vocalist. I am. We got Aaron. Yep. The other guitar player. <laughs> oh, right on, man. What kind of guitars do you play? Um, I'm also a Schecter nerd like Cole. Um, I do have a Hagstrom Phantom end that I'm really fond of, and mm -hmm. I've had a couple of Jacksons and Ibanez's, but Schecter's kind of where I found home. Very cool. Yeah, Schecter's are great. Yes, sir. They make great basses, too. They do. <laughs> I need to get one after I get my next guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll but hey. Here. But hey, let's let's uh, let's make this a real show. Let's say hello to the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean YouTube channel. Channel membership, it's a most excellent way to help support the channel and support these shows. The top tier are the executive producers, and they're currently Sherman Callahan, Michael B. Live, CC, Nova9, Michael Smith, Music Therapy Laz, R. Habs, Warlag, Patty Dill, Fairfield Guitar Co., that's Lewis, Majestic PB and J. Cat, Guitarman45, and Janice Lala, the intern. That's the top tier of channel members. And if you'd like to help support the channel, Super Chats will change the color of my lights. It's a pretty cool thing. I call this the guitar noir. There's guitars back there. There's like Kramer's, there's uh, what? Ernie Ball, different uh, EVH, different, different stuff that I play. But these lights magically change with any Super Chats, uh, which is basically support for the channel for these shows. And we're live on Facebook, Johnny Bean Facebook page, where you can help support with Facebook stars. 
We're live on Twitch, which, uh, there we go, there's the card there. And we're basically everywhere there is. You can, you can follow uh, Johnny Bean TV on Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, uh, TikTok, Cameo, everywhere there is. So there you go. All right. So let me, let me, let's get this, let's get this out of the way. The way that I was introduced to you guys was Cole's dad. I don't want to embarrass you too much, but his dad <laughs> has been doing these, these shows with me the past couple of months. And, and he, he would say every once in a while, Hey, you know, my son, you know, has this band and, 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 uh, I think you should, you should talk to them. They're, they're doing some awesome, awesome stuff. So, so here we are. Thank you, Dad. Here we are. Thank you, Dad. Shut out, shut out Ron. <laughs> cat typing away. Ron. Name is... <laughs> what I miss. There he is. He's here. There, there oh, he hey, is. look, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> is that oh you? That yeah. is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he uses, is... you, he uses you as his thumbnail? Apparently, <laughs> somebody has imposter syndrome. Oh, oh no. no! He's just—he's just proud. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think I think that picture is actually a picture my sister took when we played in uh, in Marietta, like uh, two years ago now, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think so. that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell. I—I w- I mean, I—I I play primarily the same guitar, and I wear a black shirt at pretty much every show, so. It's hard to go off of it, but I think that's what that, that is from. It's <laughs> amazing. Yo, Laz. Hey, you guys. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. We got uh, Jay Morris is here. He's saying what's he's saying what's up. We got Dave C. Welcome, you guys. We got Mikeins. We, we have a lot of people here. We got 27 people here live. We're live right now, and this video will be on demand later on on YouTube, Twitch, and multiple Facebook pages. So feel free to share this video out yeah. and the podcast as well on Spotify. So that's how I know of you guys is through Cole, through, through your dad and... And I've been listening to your music. I've been checking out your, your social media stuff. And it's it's great to have you guys. And you, and you guys don't know this. Cole and I, we already did like a whole pre-show that we should we probably should have taped that. <laughs> we talked for almost almost an hour at least. Yeah, something right? about that. Yeah. Yeah. About about gear, about social media, uh, I don't know, all kinds of cool stuff. Messing up on stage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never okay. done that before. Never. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, how did you guys how did you guys start the band? Um, so like I was telling you a little bit, the this was a band that I wanted to pretty much put together. Um, I did a lot of cover bands for a while and um did some church bands and stuff, you know, while I was going through music school and just got really tired of playing cover music. You know, it was always fun to do, but you know, you can only play sweet child of mine so many times 
before you're like, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> and um, so I just, you know, was like, well, it would probably be easier to start a band that was going to try to do what I had always wanted to try to do versus trying mm -hmm. to find one that was already established and um, go that route. So <clears throat> I basically uh, just started putting stuff together, um, you know, came up uh, with a name and uh, my sister and I came up with um, some ideas for like the logo and different things like that. And um, essentially just started writing music. I was in grad school at the time. So I had, I was doing music production. So I had um, like a pretty good at home setup. So I just started writing and I figured I'd try to do as much as I could. And the area that I lived in at the time, I didn't really think I would find the people um, who I felt would be a good fit there. So um, decided, like I told you earlier, to make the jump and go to California to try it. And that didn't work. So I came back to Ohio and called Matt. And Matt and I, we've sat next to each other in school since sixth grade. So we've known each other for a long time. I'll put and, you guys uh, together tonight then. There, oh, there you go. Just like old it's time. the same order too. It's alphabetical <laughs> order. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you know, him and I, we had tried to do some different bands in the past, but we always lived in different areas. So it was kind of tough to do. So I called him one day when I was making like the last leg of the drive from like Oklahoma. And I was like, hey, I want to do this band. I want you in it. So he came over and we started, I started showing him songs I had already written. So he was learning that stuff. And then we started writing some songs ourselves and we just kind of went from there. There was a, a little bit of a first iteration of the band with some other people I had been in a band with before or bands with before, but again, logistically it just didn't work out. And then, mm -hmm. so we kind of reset it back to just Matt and I, and then everybody else kind of fell in sort of piece by piece and, um, I would say we had our full original lineup in 2019 and then it's changed a little bit since then, but, um, not much. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right on. Well, uh, so let's see, let me, let me just, so, so yeah, so Cole, so we talked earlier and I know that we, man, we should have recorded that. I mean, it was a great conversation that we had. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Next time, we'll we'll hey. do another. We'll we'll definitely do another one. Okay. But I would just like to go go down the line and just just kind of kind of meet each of you. So so Cole, so your your guitar, it sounds like you started the band. Yeah, is, is what it sounds like. So so Matthew, mm -hmm. so you you play bass. Yes. And how did how did you begin? How did um, you begin music? So it, I actually started out um, playing guitar. And then it just didn't quite click with me. Like I tried it for maybe a few months and I just, just didn't get along with it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a bigger guy, so I'm over six foot and larger hands didn't quite work with guitar for me personally. Um, so then I kind of just sat on it for a little while, uh, didn't touch any instruments. And then um, I remember hearing, um, and I tell this story a lot, but I remember hearing like Schism by Tool and I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. And it kind of inspired me to like go and pick up bass and kind of learn the ins and outs of it um and learn like what it can actually do and and uh, provide for a song and, and it just registered with me and i've been playing bass for over 20 years now so big big part of my life cool so who, who are some of your your bass influences um i mean i, I kind of draw inspiration from a lot i would say probably top five 
Um, I mean, obviously it would be Justin Chancellor, Getty Lee, uh, Ryan Martini, uh, Nixon, Nick uh, Shangelis, which not too many people know about him, but he was like the basis for like job for a cowboy um, and things along those lines. Um, and then really I, I kind of fall back to you and stuff like, um, like Beartooth um, and then it's just kind of along those lines too. So I try to write my bass parts to what fits the song. Um, and to do that, I, I pull from all those inspirations and kind of collaborate and come up with my own stuff. Mm -hmm. so. Awesome, man. Mm -hmm. By the way, by the way, I, I, we should mention we're going to do a giveaway tonight. Mm -hmm. And the band has offered to give away, I guess, a, a band T-shirt. Yep. Yeah. So we'll do towards the end of the show uh, tonight. We do like a random number, like like drawing. And so basically the chat towards the end of the show will tell you guys to pit to draw a random number. Well, you have, you have to draw the number that I'll, I'll see on the screen, basically. So and then uh, whoever the winner is, we'll get to go to, uh, I guess, Cole will we'll send send a link. I guess, yeah, our the, online merch shop. store. And then whoever wins, uh, you just pick out, you know, there's, I think, nine or ten different designs on there. Just pick it out. You don't have to order it or anything. Just, you know, let me know what you pick out. I'll, we'll get it made and then we'll get it shipped out to you. Right on. Awesome. Okay. So, Aaron, so you're you're uh, the other guitar player, correct? In, yes. Yes, I am. What, 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 uh, what kind of guitar do you play? Um, I bounce between a few of my different sectors. Um, my Solo 6 that I got back in 2012. I think it's a 12, it's 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of been my main workhorse for everything I've done uh, band-wise since then. Um, so not just this band, it's kind of my main one. Um, I've got a, uh, what was my main until I somehow managed to, I'm kind of glancing at it. I managed to do some damage to it and I don't know how. Um, Ron actually, got that fixed up for me so i appreciate him for that but it's a uh damien platinum frs so it kind of looks a lot like that main guitar cole has that was in that picture of ron's avatar Matt um, that one yep. yeah <laughs> right there. Um, the, since i gotta be who i am it's got uh chrome bats that go up the fretboard because that's kind of trademark of the damien series mm -hmm. and uh classic Schecter Tempest Custom that supposedly used to be owned by one of the guys that was in Attack Attack. I don't have that confirmed, but I, a friend of mine that was really familiar with that guitar was with me when I got it, and that's his story. He goes, yeah, this used to belong to this guy. I was like, cool, it's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool. so, like I said, kind of a Schecter nerd, but you know, I've got those three that are my mains and I kind of just bounce between which one I feel like playing that week. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So Chad, so, so you're the, you're the vocalist. Uh, how, how did you, how did you join the band? Um, I saw an ad on Craigslist. There's a, there's a Craigslist guy in every band. I'm, I'm the Craigslist guy of this band. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I've done. The, I've been the Craigslist guy in the in bands before. Too. Which I will say to say that we only decided to use Craigslist because Aaron had the idea to use Craigslist. Yep. So if it wasn't for Aaron, we probably would have never met Chad. Mm -hmm. 
But cool. Yeah. Craigslist cool. does a trick sometimes. It worked in my last band. It worked here again. So there you go. Gotta love Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys ever ever search Craigslist for gear and stuff? Oh yeah. Absolutely. I don't think I ever have actually. Not personally. No. I do Reaver. You find some good Craig. stuff, man. Yeah, I do um, a lot of. Reaver, but. I actually just a fun thing. Um, the last my last interaction with Craigslist, I sold one of my uh, Schecters. It was a blue exotic star, and it was fun. The funny thing about it is, it was Chad's guitar before it was my guitar, and we didn't know each other yet. Um, <laughs> I saw it sitting on the wall at the local shop one day, and it didn't have a price tag on it yet. But I used to work there. Cole used to work there too. Sam Ash. Aaron yeah. worked at the same Sam Ash I did before I worked there. Yeah. We, we, we're all connected through various weird yes. means. Yeah. And so I asked uh, the tech that works there, I was like, how much are you guys selling that for? And he gave me a price, and I was like, I'll take it. And uh, met Chad years down the road, and he was all able to tell me why the neck was so messed up. The finish on the back was just relatively horrible. But he tried to do oh, a... Man. He tried to. Uh, what did you? What was it you were trying to do? I sanded the gloss off the back of it. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be fair, it kind of made it easier to slide up and down the neck, but it just looked kind of funky. But mm -hmm. yeah, we had the. It's the back guitar. of the guitar. Who cares what it looks like? That's why <laughs> you get ones that have the satin strips, a la something Schechter does, which is why they're the best. Oh my god. <laughs> The last interaction with Craigslist was uh, getting offloading one of one of the. I kind of wish I didn't sell that guitar. Actually, I tried to find the guy I sold it to, and I can't. Uh -huh. Yeah, we should we should both find it and buy we it should back. Find it. We should share yeah. it. <laughs> we played on stage together. Yep. There you go. We'll uh -huh. Show everybody the back of it. <laughs> Look what I did. <laughs> Ah, there, there's nothing nothing worse than getting rid of a guitar that that you love and then yeah, wishing it, you you had it, you know. Ironically I enough, um, my not to, I the, the my main Spectre that I have now, I randomly found the previous owner of that on like one of those like random like fate like um, um like forum groups or something, and it, apparently mm -hmm. the band was from New York and it somehow ended up in Ohio. And the guy was just like, Tim and I talked back and forth about it for like half an hour, but I just randomly searched it one day and found it. And I was like, that's just kind of cool to like randomly find the previous owner. It's in a completely different state. That is pretty neat, actually. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I haven't heard that story from you. He confirmed it. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that's the exact model. He's like, I can tell you the full ins and outs of it. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> that actually happened to me once. I got a guitar at the uh, a band I was in years ago. We played this thing called South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Yeah. And they have a guitar show there as well. And I, I got a guitar from there and I was looking it up and I and this was this was back in the MySpace days, right? About fifteen years ago. So I'd I'd put, you know, photos of this guitar online saying, Hey, look at my guitar. Somebody contacted me saying, Hey, I used to have a similar guitar. Is that serial number, blah, 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 whatever. And he told me his name, and it turns out I still have the original receipt from who, the previous owner, <laughs> and it was the same guy. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Small That's world. So he's like, is that my guitar? I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. It's mine. It was your guitar. It was your guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, yeah, it's a small world. I mean, the internet's made the world so weird now, mm -hmm. you know. It's, it's such a, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's brought the world a lot closer. That's for sure. That's good and bad. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just try to focus on the good. Yeah, yeah. I, I do see a question. I just, I just saw that. Oh man, we have a lot, a lot of people here. You guys, thank you for, for, for tuning in tonight, you guys. Yes, thank you for hanging out with us. Yeah, I saw my sister and my my brother-in-law are, are in there. Mm-hmm. He, he was talking about Greg's list. <laughs> Is that a great <laughs> list? <laughs> there we go. J Beebs one question for Cole: <laughs> Is that a painting of your father behind? Behind? No. <laughs> my dad is not Michael Richards. <laughs> but that is, uh, for anybody who's a Seinfeld fan, that is uh, the portrait that they paint, uh, one of Jerry's girlfriend's paints of Kramer. Um, it's a poster of it that my it's, parents actually got me for Christmas. Of, it's the Kramer. <laughs> yeah, it's the Kramer. But they put it in a frame that kind of blends in as the frame that's in the poster, so it looks almost like a legitimate painting, you know, from <laughs> if you're not, like, right up on it. But, uh, yeah, but no, that's that's Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld. Very cool. I I just showed the guys before we started. I've I've got a video clip with with the soup Nazi. That was the, so act, cool. the actor. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a cool dude. So let's see. Well, I mean, yeah, in the chat, if you have any questions for for the guys, just call out your your questions and and we'll get to those. So. Uh, Explain, okay, so the name, Faith and Failure, who came up with, who came up with the name? Um, it was, I don't know if it was, I think it was me, but it was a time when my sister and I were like watching TV one day and we were purposely trying to come up with awful band names. And we had made this big <laughs> list of these just like, just really awful band names that were hilarious. <laughs> and something that came on the TV sounded like Faith in Failure but it wasn't that. And I heard it and kind of like repeated it back as what the band name is. And I was like, that sounds kind of cool. So I waited a couple of days and I was like, that still sounds kind of cool. So we kind of rolled with it there. But uh, yeah, so it was honestly like a complete accident. It, you know, yeah, so she still, she still has the list. We had like accidental emo was a name, I think, and all kinds of stuff. But, uh, but yeah, the, the name literally didn't have any significance other than i thought it sounded cool and um over the years it's kind of like had some i don't know i mean like you know some some stuff we've done that hasn't worked out like you know so the name kind of holds true a little bit but it was never intended mm -hmm. that way it was literally just like that sounds cool and kind of metal-esque so we'll we'll go with that she should uh send you that list and you should read them off to us. <laughs> I'm sure she can text it to me. <laughs> There's going to be some like Midwest band out there that's going to rename themselves Accidental Emo now. I'm telling you, listen, if somebody <laughs> pops up with Accidental Emo, I'm going to I'm going to get my lawyer on the phone. <laughs> that's that's the that's the acoustic solo side project name. <laughs> oh, oh. oh wow, there we go. Yeah. Lots of not safe for work ones on there. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, she's not wrong. <laughs> no, we have to. <laughs> Those are the best names. There's literally one called not safe for work. <laughs> like, yeah. actually, 
There's not, but there should be at this point. That would be that would be a good spoof band name for kind of like um, the guys that drive us up as Ned Flanders or whatever the dude. Oh yeah. Like, granted, they're they're not. I don't think they count as a spoof anymore. The Max but, Sabbath band. Yeah. Just. Oh yeah. Yeah, Max Sabbath. Just uh, yeah, just have just be called not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> No one else wow. does it. I'll do it. There you go. <laughs> what you should do is take that list and then Google those names and see if there's actual bands out there with those names. Yes. And then sue them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'll just start buying all the domains. <laughs> That's how I'm going to get rich. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you do because what they do is they'll look to get the domain and then they'll they'll have to buy the domain from you. That's right. You know, there you go. Put on my negotiating hat. Yeah, or you can just <laughs> run all their websites for them. There you go. Well, that would just get channeled to my sister, so I don't think she <laughs> wants that. Yeah. <laughs> I would they'd literally be pay. the middleman at that point. They'd have to pay to do that. That's actually a good idea. Is Janice in the in the chat? I've got Janice the intern. Janice, can you send me a tweet at Real Johnny Bean? That sounds like my next uh, uh, scheme. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Let me see. Okay, we got a question from uh, Ron Gunner. Oh, nice yeah, avatar, yeah. man. Question for Aaron. <laughs> Why do you use freaking bass strings on a guitar? <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> Aaron doesn't know. To- I like to put myself through pain to play my instrument. <laughs> it's, it's not like I, well, no, which I think my low two, Matt, they're the same as your high two, aren't they? Or uh, I, my entire 50 and 65. Okay. Yeah, and I got, uh, my lowest is a 62. It used to be worse. It was, a. Uh, I was running 64s <laughs> at one point, like a, a custom set of 13 to 64s. Yeah, and that 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 little uh, comment kind of hit it right on there, playing in drop C. Yeah, we, exactly we just tuned the drop C. So we're not even tuned that low. Like yeah. he plays, uh, what is it, the Mammoth Slinky set, I think, that Ernie Ball yeah, makes? Yeah, Mammoth Slinkies. It's a 12 to 62 with a wound third. Uh it's, the more it's, pain Aaron feels, the better he plays. That's exactly. why he didn't go up on stage. He's, he's got a robot hand. Yeah. <laughs> if you see him exactly. crying on stage, he's not into the music. His hand just hurts really bad. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone thinks he's he's in it. Realistically, actually, I think I just thought of the reason why I do it because I used to play. We used to. I used to be in a group that played in drop B flat, so I had real thick strings for that, just mm-hmm. for stability. I guess I might be talking nonsense but um that's i think i just got used to that feeling and keep kept them kept the thick strings even when i'm not tuned that low him and i are complete opposites i mean obviously i'm we're tuned the same but i play 11 to 54s mm-hmm. with no wound third i think wound third is the worst thing ever yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it, uh, it's just the it's the beefy slinky set that ernie ball makes which i will admit at one point um i was using uh, I was trying out a bunch of different gauges at one point, and I think I got as heavy as a one of the NYXL sets. It was like a twelve to sixty-two, I think. But I hated like the high end of it. It was too it was too stiff, and the low end was cool. But so 
I did like I went like complete opposite, tried like an eleven to fifty two, liked the high end, hated the low end. So for a brief period, I used uh, like a custom set through Stringjoy that was an eleven to sixty, and um, but I was like I I got tired of having to wait to order them, so I was just like. I started looking up a bunch of other guitar players that I like who I know play drop C and they're all like, we use BP slinkies. I was like, I'll just use BP slinkies and now I can get them anywhere we go. So. Mm-hmm. You and I both had that problem with string joy, didn't we? Yeah. But he was getting like something real dumb. It was like a 13 to 64. Yeah. <laughs> it was still drop C tuning. So oh, man. it was way worse than what he's got now. He's <laughs> got that th- thick, beefy tone, man. With your robot hand, with the robot. All, all, all the guitar players watching are cringing out right now. Uh, they're all massaging their hands. Uh, yeah, man. That's, well, you, I mean, you just said twelve. That, that's that's ouch. Yeah, uh, they feel good to me, so that's what I like. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Okay, influences. Let's let's just go down the line. And who who? Uh, well, I, I already kind of asked you guys that somewhat, but um, maybe as a band, let's say as as a band, when you guys are, are writing or if you're rehearsing or or whatever you guys do, I think anybody can answer this. I was first say, one. Who wants to say it? <laughs> Chad, do you want to say what what the, the answer is going to be? Uh, us as a whole. Yeah, yeah. as a band. Uh, we we all love Avenged Sevenfold. There you go. I would say as a, as, a, as a band, that's our favorite band. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, you could you could definitely tell with the with the guitars and you know the all the harmonies, all that formula with the with the dual guitars that everybody loves. You know, that's uh, Avenged Sevenfold roots for sure. All the guitar solos, all the random stuff, all the parts that sound like stuff that came straight from Avenged. So you know. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry about All that. Right. You better buy their dom- domain. The whole <laughs> <should. Yeah. laughs> they've got they got money. They'll pay me in NFTs. Yeah. You'll have you'll have all those riffs, all that going on, and then Matt will be in the back playing slap bass. Yeah. Yeah, we got we, we got Avenge Sevenfold guitar work with like jazz fusion bass lines. That's right. <laughs> And then Chad does power metal vocals and just some of the most like guttural oh. screams that you've heard. We're all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I heard some of them. I was listening to your stuff. I saw you guys. You guys won for like best chorus. Yeah, Hero song. Part Two right. won. Yeah, we we actually Chad was up for male vocalist of the year, but he took second, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but he took second by like a landslide too. Like there was a yeah, big but gap. I was I was the only. Uh contestant in ohio so i would i'm saying number one that's true ohio. yeah yeah there's a guy <laughs> in chicago a guy in sacramento and i think maybe a guy in milwaukee or something like that so uh-huh. yeah hero two yeah it won best chorus which was uh pretty cool you know had no idea we were up for that award until i got uh a message and got the voting link to send out to people and i mean and we won so that was pretty exciting yeah, congrats! I mean, that's Thank that's you. awesome. And speak speaking of of links, your guys's uh, link tree is down in the, in the description of the uh, YouTube video. Oh, thank you. So Fantastic. you guys can can follow. Uh, our, that actually has our online merch store too. So for whoever wins tonight, you can just 
click the link tree, go straight to the online merch store. Be good to go. There you go. You could even look right now. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Just, uh, you, uh, you should. You should watch the show. Yeah, really. don't try to never, it. never mind. When it's done, when you've decided <laughs> that you think we're passable, then you can go buy a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have yeah. chat sign it. Yeah, let's see. JBeebs one, how far outside of Columbus have you gigged so far? What's the furthest one? Is it Pittsburgh? Yeah, we've gone to Pittsburgh. We've done Cleveland, Cincinnati. Um, we actually are planning on going. I don't have a whole lot of details, but our manager is actually moving to Milwaukee in like two weeks. And he used to live in Chicago. And um, so we're working on putting together like a weekend run at some point, either like spring, summer, or we're going to go to like Fort Wayne, more than likely Chicago and maybe Milwaukee as well. So, um, but you know, when that stuff does would get announced, like it'll be announced all over our socials. So if you follow us on anything, um, you'd see it. Mm-hmm. So, but th- I do want to say this cause I'm, I'm getting ready to create a uh, Google forum uh, thing. Anybody who's watching who doesn't live in Columbus and you would like us to come play in your area, uh, feel free to message us like venues, other bands that you think we would go well with because it's a lot of stuff out there. So it's a lot easier to hear that from people who live in the area versus me just randomly Googling things. So it's much more effective. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Nice. So let's see. Let's see. Nick is saying the Midwest loves the rock. Yes, we do. Midwest is a breeding ground for rock music. Yeah. Let's see. Jay is saying taste in Milwaukee with non-point. Oh, we are also, I think, going... We're supposed to be going to Buffalo this year, too. So anybody who lives in, like, the Buffalo, Rochester area, um, you know, we might see it up there. You say that every year, Cole. (laughs) Yeah, but this year, it's actually... This year, I have, you know... I've got on good authority. We're going to go this time. Big things coming soon. Yeah. Big things coming soon. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, this, this is, the, this is the time. Let's see. Ron Gunner. <laughs> All right. I'm going to head out. <laughs> Sleepless in the end, then touched by the moon. See, Chad. Um, <laughs> he see you on purpose, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he's, he's pushing my buttons. We, we we have a joke in the band. So for those who don't know, uh, Chad was not our original vocalist. Our original vocalist was a guy named Sergio, who we've all met through Aaron because they were in a band together before. So Sergio was um, he was moving to Florida, which is where he still lives now. He was going to be going to school down there. So he helped us basically kind of get started. We got like our first show which was really cool. We got to do a sold-out show in Columbus opening for Silent Planet, which was pretty fun. And then he helped us record and different stuff. But the first song that doesn't have Sergio on vocals is Sleepless. It's got Chad on vocals, but there's Sergio's parts. So Chad doesn't like to sing it because it's not how he would have done it. But what's hilarious is Sleepless has been our most popular song by like a wide margin. And so (laughs) we always joke about it because... It's always like one or two on Spotify is most popular for us. And, you know, like even like stuff on YouTube, it's got 
it's up there and you know views and and whatnot so it's just kind of a running joke that he doesn't like to do the song but yet it's like our most popular one mm-hmm. yeah i just i don't like doing it live because it's just such a low register compared to our like other stuff yeah it's so not a, it doesn't have the power metal range it's true yeah i'm like <laughs> compared to the other stuff I'm singing, it's just, uh, yeah, very hard to put myself in that mindset and then, you know, get into the other mindset when we go to do another song. So, so, so Chad, so, uh, I don't know if I asked this already, who, who are your, uh, your influences? Um, I like a lot of, uh, power metal bands. Um, and then a lot of like, probably like uh 2000s 2010s metalcore bands um but i originally got started with 80s hair metal because of my dad and he he got me into music for sure that and guitar hero <laughs> mm-hmm. right on yeah i like the guitar hero i think my first cd was uh flying in a no it wasn't flying in a blue dream it was definitely uh surfing with the alien so that also was a huge, like, getting me into music. Um, Are you a huge fan of that thing. guy? <laughs> I love that guy. I, lo- I love Joe. Who is it? Joe is Satriani. It, is it this guy right here? Oh, hi. I see somebody. Hey, this is Johnny. Can you hear me? Johnny. Hey. Hey, good, hey good man. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Cool. There you go. Yep, that was him. Joe Satriani. That was back in like 2012. I love the claps. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, you mean this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Satch is a cool dude. He's actually from here. He's from the, I'm, well, I'm in Santa Cruz, California. He's from uh, Bay Area, California. So I've, I've met him many times over the years. But That's cool. Big fan. Big fan of, of oh, Satriani. Yeah. So, so, so Chad, so you said other stuff, uh, hair metal influenced by hair metal stuff. Like, like, like what, what, what bands? Uh, a lot of bands you've heard of and a lot of bands that most people haven't heard of. Um, I know, uh, like, like trickster and yeah, I'm actually in contact with Steve Brown. Oh, that's cool. The guitarist. Yeah. I love I love extreme. I love uh, Def Leppard. There's a running joke on this channel where anytime somebody mentions like somebody from one of these bands, I've got like photos <laughs> with them or, or, or videos or, or or something. That's pretty awesome. Well, wait till he tells he, you he's a big Racer X fan. Yeah, <laughs> and you can just share the same picture again. There you go. <laughs> That's like somebody's dream selfie right there. You know. Mm-hmm. That's, That's cool. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah, that's 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 good stuff. Have you guys thought about do you guys do any covers? Not really. <laughs> I I wish. <laughs> he always pulls. I'm like <laughs> I'm so over doing covers. <laughs> every yeah. every oh, rehearsal yeah. we'll get into like bullshitting and then we'll yeah. we'll just we'll just play something. I'll be like, "Man, we should do that. <clears throat> we should just like do that just to have it like 
just to play live. That would be so much fun. And Cole's just like, one no, cup can't one do cup. it. <laughs> I did agree tentatively to doing like an Avenged Sevenfold medley. So Ooh. we got to put it together, though. That's going to be the the only thing. But that's something we'll probably do that's at some easy. point. <laughs> so, easy. Yeah, it won't be that bad. <laughs> just got to figure out what songs and what parts of what songs. Mm-hmm. Try to not just do the choruses, even though those are the catchy parts. Six choruses in a row. Why not? <laughs> One giant chorus. You guys won for best chorus. We did. Just do songs that are just choruses. The best chorus. <laughs> yeah. The, the best, best chorus. chorus. And then we'll put Hero <laughs> 2 at the end of it, even though we would have already played it. <laughs> we'll call it Hero 3. There you go. Oh, hero no, part no, three, for those yeah. of you who have asked. Yeah, every, every song will just be hero. It'll be, you know, we'll, we'll have part 67 in a few years. <laughs> That'll be like, uh, it'll be like a sweet, you know, part nine. Just part like an 12. iPhone, like a Samsung thing. We're just going to progressively make more. <laughs> we change very little. Right, we put change, out another one. Change the number. <laughs> be all right. Yep. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Jay Beavs is asking about drummer. You guys have a drummer? We do. I'll split this one with Chad. I'll, I'll go first, and I'll let Chad take over. Um, our original drummer was Nick, who I, we actually met because of Aaron and our old vocalist, Sergio. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Nick was with us until, was it 2021? Or 2020? 2022, I think, was when he stepped back. And uh, we got another person to come in who um, was with us for, I don't know, maybe six months. And then it just it, it wasn't a good fit. And um, so we ended up uh, moving on from him. And then I'll let Chad take over from here. Uh, yeah, and then uh, we, we still had shows. We still had uh, plans for the rest of the year. And we needed a drummer in a short amount of time. Uh, I asked my, my dad. Uh, chad nash senior um you know if if he would play drums for us for a little bit until we found somebody and uh he agreed to doing it uh we we played maybe like five shows with him and um we were just like man looking for somebody's exhausting and then he was he was really he's still excited he's really excited to be able to be in a band uh with me and and play music with me so we were just like, you do you want to be in the band? He said, absolutely. So um, he would, he would have been on tonight probably, but he said, he, he, what did he say? He said, you hired me to, to, to bang on stuff and look pretty, but I haven't combed my hair today. He, he doesn't have hair. But also doesn't he work like mad early in the morning too? What? Doesn't he work like super <laughs> early in the morning? Uh, no, he's been sick. Remember? Did you read that? Did you read that one? I might have missed that part. Yeah, he's been sick. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. So. So yeah, we took it easy today, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. He was super enthusiastic. He learned like I think we had like three weeks maybe before we were going up to Cleveland to play at the Foundry up there, and um. We were in like uh we were what direct support, I think, too. So we, you know, we had a little bit of a longer set. And I think he learned I think we played like seven songs and I think he learned them 
all in like three weeks and i think we only had like what one maybe one actual rehearsal all of us and it went really well and i think like two weeks later we went and played in pittsburgh and same thing and then i did see somebody mention something about sonic temple we actually played um uh like a parking lot pre-show party i think the saturday of this past year and and that was um you know he was there and so it was just like every time we played like everything just went well he was super in enthusiastic about it could play the parts um and um my big thing and and this is uh you know maybe my late my my legacy from hair metal is i love gigantic drum kits <laughs> and our first drummer i would have to like you know twist his arm but he would do it our the guy who we got in the middle was a very modern drummer and did not and you know and chad's dad like custom ordered a second kick drum and has 35 toms going across the racks and you know it looks like a like a diet version of like a neil peart kick kit now so you know it's, it's a lot of it's, fun it's half of half of the one which is yeah. still that it's still a lot of drums but yeah know, not, not, so. in a, not in a full circle yeah so he just keeps you know it's just it just seemed like a great fit and it was like you know we've got a really good thing going we'll just keep it going and so he was cool with it and he was on board with everything so um you know we we did record um we got a new song coming out at the end of the month which will be the first one he recorded um he was in the band technically when we did hero part two but um i had worked on the drums with our old drummer nick so we had him come in and uh, do him so it'll be fun i think uh people are gonna like you know what he came up with it sounds like the drums in our other songs you know, you got 40 mm -hmm. things to hit and you hit them all. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very good. Let's see. Janice is saying fun group of guys. Yeah. Yeah. This is Janice. This is my intern. Right here. Hi, intern Hi, Janice. Hi, Janice. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I, I, I don't want to forget anything, I say, hey, Janice, can you send me a tweet at real Johnny Bean on Twitter and whatever that is, she'll. She'll tweet me, whatever, whatever. You pay is. her well? Uh, well. <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. Get that Twitch affiliate money to give her now. <laughs> yeah, it's about two cents. Hey, listen, that goes a long way with inflation. That's like three quarters of a cent. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's speak about that. So, so you guys, didn't you guys get like like uh mega spotify hits uh well sleepless <laughs> <It's>, yeah <laughs> uh, um sleepless is i think approaching like fifty thousand. yeah it looks like it's uh it's a 48 almost forty-eight four hundred. but uh i mean yeah we do really well we um we kind of have peaks and valleys where we'll go over the you know a thousand monthly listeners i think we think our per personal record is like 20 a little over 2600 but we tend to like average between like anywhere from like five well like four to i'd say 700 at any given time so i mean we've got a bunch of songs uh, that you know are 20,000 plus couple in the 40s you know so like the lowest stuff is our newest stuff but even that like you know over five six thousand kinds of things so we do pretty well, you know. Uh, obviously, you'd like to do better, but you know, can't complain for what we've 
we've got so far, you know, always grateful mm-hmm. for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Carrie is saying uh, you won a Twitch contest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was yeah. a while back, wasn't it? I think it was like two. I think it was also 2021. Um, yeah. Brandon Saller, who's the, the well, what he's not the drummer now in Atreyu, but he was the original drummer of Atreyu and he was the clean vocalist. Um, you know, when everything was still all weird because of COVID, they were doing a bunch of Twitch new music discovery things on the Atreyu Twitch channel and we got selected um, and uh, ended up, it was all fan voted stuff. So, I think we submitted the fields and um, we got voted on the line. line, Yeah. And we got, we got voted and we had to do another song. So I submitted on the line and we ended up taking first place. So they shouted us out across, you know, their social media accounts and stuff. And um, it was, it was cool to be able to watch like Brandon's reaction, like listening to the songs. And, you know, I think my favorite thing was there's a part where Chad, you know, has a big guttural scream and he was like, oh, yeah. And then does this like big power metal whale. And he was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so, they're like, was, right after one thing after in another. The world, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We, we've had some pretty good, you know, pretty good success to this point, you know. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. You know, you can't, you can never complain about it. You know, you just always try to keep pushing and doing more. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 speaking of that, like, what's what's the what's next for you guys? <clears throat> Anybody want to take this? Um, I can start it. Just yeah, Cole mentioned we've got a new song coming out at the end of the month. Um, starting to pencil in stuff for 2024. Um, I know a big goal of ours last year was to try to get on uh, some festivals finally, but you know, last year we we were. It's kind of a joke, but we were close. We were at Sonic Temple, but we were in the parking lot. Uh, we technically opened for Kiss. Yeah. If you want to be technical about it, we played the same day that Kiss played. Uh, we just opened it for Kiss at 9 that's, in the morning. That's what we yeah. put on our resume. We opened it. Um, but I, I'd say that's a big one, definitely. We really want to try to get on our the festivals and you know continue branching out. Um, you know, like the playing outside of Columbus has definitely been by design. We've, we're try, purposely trying to get out there to, you know, not just be local anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's definitely been a conscious effort that uh, Kevin, who's, who's cool, I mentioned earlier, our manager, like, we just told him, like, we want to get out of Ohio. Like, get us anywhere we can go outside of Ohio so we can keep growing. So... Yeah, we're, that's a always on the docket for looking forward. You want to talk about the new song, Chad? Um, no. <laughs> well, hey, I, I never, I never know what I'm allowed to talk about. I mean, I just told everybody that we got a new one coming out, so you can you can say whatever you want about it. As long as you don't play it, then yeah. whatever I want. <laughs> Listen, oh, district no, kid will copyright stream or copyright stream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> uh, the song's called "Lost," and then in the parentheses you have "Down in the Darkness." <laughs> um, it's a it's a song about like ice wizards. It's cool. Um, a lot of uh, power metal roots from me uh, in the song. Uh, my dad plays drums on it. Uh, my wife sings the bridge with me. 
it's really cool. She also sings the last chorus. Um, yeah, guitar solo is badass. Uh, yeah, I, you know, can't wait for it to come out. Can't wait for it was originally called, uh, the demo name was called Butt Rock Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to try to write a butt rock song. Was that one and of the band names that you, you guys had come up with? Unfortunately, is no. That on that butt list? Rock wasn't a thing a, at that point. That would be a great band name. So, but it would be <laughs> no. a great name. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's fun. Yeah, like uh, instrumentally, it's 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 not it's not a butt rock song, but it's like the most butt rock song I think we could do. So it's got like it's got some of those cool elements in it, um, but it's you know it's got your guitar harmonies, it's got some time changes and stuff. You know, anybody who kind of like geeks out over music, there's some things in there for everybody there's like a i worked um uh, with uh, the guy who we do all of our, our recordings with our producer i walked in one day and i played him a clip from an asking alexandria song and i saw so i was like i want to make this yo-yo sound effect and like we created it and so you know when those two when the first two courses hit there's like this weird i don't know how to describe other than if you imagine the sound literally be throwing out throw it out like a yo-yo and you pull it back that's exactly what it sounds like and it's like the coolest thing ever yeah, like the the tape roll thing is what yeah. we started calling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so during I just, the session, I kept calling it so the we know what we we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna it's gonna come out. Uh, we haven't officially announced that it. it'll be officially announced tomorrow, but um, it mm-hmm. comes out on July or July, uh, January twenty sixth. So it'll be all major streaming platforms. You can buy it on iTunes. Um, I used to make the joke that we were on Napster because we were, but I don't think we are anymore. So I don't know if that joke still holds true. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but we were on Napster for a very long time. It doesn't show up in the list of services that DistroKid imports to now. So I don't, or exports to. So That's I don't Lars. know if we're still there. Hmm. Yeah, Lars, Lars went after him. <laughs> Finally put the nail in the coffin. <laughs> wow. Yeah, tw- 20 years ago, no, over 20 years ago when Napster was first starting. I used to trade MP3s with other people. I would give them my own stuff just so I could search Napster and find my own music on there. There you go. This was back when it was just servers, but this is before it was what it became, right? We actually, um, for those of you who may still torrent things, which I don't suggest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends Um, on the things. Well, I guess that's fair too. But (laughs) torrenting music is still technically illegal. But I had a friend of yeah. mine one day. We um, we had redone one of the first songs that we did. It was called "Leave Me Behind," and I we had released it. I think in twenty. Oh man, when was that? I was I think it was like towards the end of twenty twenty. It was before the EP came out. And um, my well, friend of mine took a screenshot on Kingdom Leaks. The song had been put on Kingdom Leaks. I was like, "We made it. We're on touring websites now." <laughs> <laughs> That was exciting. Yeah. Matt's tube of you, LimeWire, MySpace Music, where Tom is the only friend you ever <laughs> need. Are you guys still on MySpace? Are you guys still over there? I mean, I know it's still a thing. It's not what it used to be, that's for sure. But And MySpace, I, I found so many. MySpace Deathcore and MySpace Metalcore music is some of the greatest music to ever come out of the 2000s. It's such a magical time. MySpace would start oh, RIP. Right. You could pick your like top five or whatever people, and that's yeah. how you knew if somebody was in an argument with somebody else. Like, oh, they <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I always put Tom at number one for me, regardless. 
So you know, this could have been our top five right here. You know, exactly. Yeah. Sure. We put so, Matt at number five, though. Hey, Janice, can you screenshot this and 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 tweet this to at Real Johnny Bean? And we'll we'll put a MySpace logo up in there. We'll make it look like a, like a MySpace top five. <laughs> Matt, hold up a five. That'll be Matt. the screenshot of this. Wait, what, what number let's, am I? Let's do uh, that. You're three or four. How do you how do you do that? Uh, it'll be number three, me lord. Oh wait, right here. There you go. <laughs> so you can be I? four, Johnny. There. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. See, see, Matt can be Matt can be number five in your top five, so he's at the bottom of the best. That's fine. Here to support everybody, which is what bases do. See, it all works out. Yeah, there you go. Hey, speaking of that, with the new music, you want to tell them about the art you did that I thought was an AI thing? <laughs> yeah. um, so I had uh, traditionally before I had done a lot of like line artwork, um, and then we had Carrie kind of go through and color a lot of it. Um, but this time around, because I really, really do love this song. Um, I think Chad and everybody did such a good job with it. And um, I really want to kind of create like a fantasy kind of style artwork for it. Um, and I have I, I branched out or something new for me. And, and I now have iPad. And I'm doing a lot of digital art. And I kind of went through and actually made a full kind of digital piece. Uh, learned a bunch of new skills. And I was like, this would be a great way to kind of debut a lot of that. So I'm really, really proud of it because um, I really do love this song, and I think the artwork fits it perfectly. It literally, I thought it was like you know AI created art. I know, see, because it's so <laughs> different than what I normally would do. And then like I did it, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's what I love." I'm like, "No, it's just I, I branched out and did something different <laughs> for a I new." Wish we could, I wish we could like blow it up on here so people could right. see it. Uh, <laughs> I thought about holding up, holding it up. Well, on my I tell phone, you what, but it's going to be announced tomorrow. So. Mm -hmm. That's All no you gotta do is call. find us anywhere online, and you'll see it. And you'll hear, <laughs> you'll hear thirty seconds of the song. So that's <laughs> more exciting. So there if you, you want to hear what a butt rock song, our interpretation yeah. of a butt rock song in tomorrow, we got you. Yeah, and remember the link is down below in the description here on on YouTube, and then here, let's do this. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> How's that? Although this has to be white, right? Wasn't the background? No, I thought like it was a, blue. No, yeah, the the top no, of, of like of the screen, like like the entire inverted. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like like what did what did MySpace look like? The header was blue, but yeah, the whole like web page was white. It was like it was like white, but then eventually it got to the point where if you knew somebody that knew code, you could totally customize your page. Mm -hmm. That was the thing. Yep. Right, and it became such a mess. Mm -hmm. You know what? Crap. I never learned that stuff, but the one thing I always used MySpace for was if there was a girl that I liked, I find out what her favorite band was, and I'd put their top song on my profile. <laughs> so when she would visit my profile, she'd be like, "Oh, you like this band too?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." Sure, <laughs> I do now. No, no matter who it was, <laughs> didn't matter. I didn't care who it was. I saw Cole and his wife. There we now. go. Oh, hey, well, that's kind of um, weird. I didn't That's kind of wild. Look age. at that. Oh my god. There you go. Confetti. It's like the it's like Rugrats. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to make it cool. Ooh. There we Hell go. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Some CRTV footage there. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, I have a question for you real quick. I, I wanted to ask earlier. When you were doing the show intro, the Kramer Wall of TVs, was that at the Gibson Garage? Yes. Okay. I thought so. I was there. I went to Nashville last year with my wife for an anniversary trip, and we went. Uh, and uh, I thought that was like really cool. So I, I thought I recognized that. 
I was there too. I was there. Yeah, I did. They, uh, they invited me over and I did a tour. Actually, it's on my channel here on YouTube. I did a whole live tour of the garage. And then my friend Jim DeCola, who's a master builder at Gibson, gave me a private tour of the factory. Oh, nice. Ooh, I didn't get any of that. I walked around on my own. Awesome. <laughs> I walked around too, and it was, it was raining. Oh, no. Did you pay $20 to park across the street too? <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was taking Ubers. You get the VIP treatment then. Yeah. I got, I got shafted left and right going down there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. Yeah, right here. Let me, I'll play this real quick for you. I, I have this left over. I used to do a Kramer show here. Well, I guess I still do. I, I mean, I talk about Kramer's all the time, but yeah, that was at the Gibson garage. That whole row of, of uh, Kramer TV sets and stuff. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, a, it was a pretty cool place there. If, if you're a fan of guitars, I mean, every, just amazing amazing place. how much money you think they would be out if that conveyor belt that moves around the store fell uh, <laughs> a couple million uh, at that point uh, yeah because all those guitars are for sale yeah everything mm -hmm. in that every that's basically a, a storefront for gibson that's pretty cool for a brand <laughs> to have their own storefront and everything in there is, is theirs and it's pretty yeah. amazing it was pretty cool to go to i'm not the biggest gibson fan in the world but i admire the history and like you know all that so i went purely because i wanted to just see the place but uh mm -hmm. it was it was really cool i did try out the uh epiphone jerry cantrell les paul that white one and that was pretty sick so that mm -hmm. was cool yeah those are cool yeah yeah i've seen him i actually saw him at a uh, in san francisco in one of the parks mm -hmm. I, I was just happened to be walking around and there was like a, a stage and there were speakers and I remember one of the speakers was like Kirk Hammett, actually. He was up on stage saying something. I forget what the event was for, but Cantrell was just like watching the show. And I remember thinking, that looks like Jerry Cantrell. And people kept going up to him and like shaking his hand. I, I never went up to him, but eventually I guess I guess it was him. That's cool. Oh. I, don't, I don't meet anybody like that. I met the, the man with the golden voice, if you remember that. Oh, internet really? Meme. He's from Columbus. Yeah, he used to come into Sam Ash when I worked there all the time. And he would uh, he uh, would try to sell character caricatures of himself, and then he would do videos doing the voice. Was this when he was known as the guy with the voice? Yeah, this was like 2016. So this was uh, after he had done like the craft commercials and stuff. I yeah. think his popularity was waning a little bit, but uh, I mean, people still, you know, knew who he was when he walked in, especially when he talked, because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't hard to recognize who that was. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it's kind of it's kind of sad because it, it it sounds like he kind of like fell back on hard times again. Yeah, he Ooh. he blew through. I remember talking to like one of our managers at the store who knew him a lot better. He you know he had unfortunately like blown through the money he had made and um, had some substance issues and stuff. And I think he was homeless again at one point. So it was like uh, he had a kind of a hard fall, I guess. But uh, but yeah, I used to I used to see him quite a lot actually. He used to come in a lot. That's cool. Is he still around? That I, area? I don't know. I haven't been to that Sam Ash in a very long time. So he, I couldn't tell you. I would assume probably. He used to but... pop into my work from time to time. Uh, 
we do a evening social hour at my job and more than one occasion we caught him i was like i know you're not actually supposed to be here but i'm just not gonna say anything about it <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah that was probably probably not too long after you saw him because oh, i've been there forever so it all kind of goes together at some point but yeah, he's he kicks around i'd yeah. be interested to know if he's still in the area mm-hmm. yeah because he, he really blew up there for a while Mm-hmm. Yep, that was so cool. I saw somebody's got an amps and cabs question. You're probably to be real disappointed. Oh no, uh, <laughs> we're a Helix family over here. <laughs> we don't have cabs. <laughs> Direct to front of house. Yeah. Although, although we do have, uh, we do have IR packs. Aaron and I both use um, the ML Sound Lab. It's the um, the '90s Mesa uh, oversized Mesa four by twelve. So mm-hmm. we use that, and then I don't know what Matt uses in his stomp. Uh, it, it varies. It's usually uh, the Santam for the dark glass, and then it's into an Ampeg, and then it's into an Ownhammer 410 IR cab or cab IR. And then... um, but before that, though, I mean, just so we don't totally spoil ourselves with our fancy modern technology, um, Cole and I were both running PV 2x12s. Uh, when we first started getting stuff off the ground. Um, and before we got the matching two buys, I had a Ignator Armageddon half stack. Uh, so it had mat- head and matching cab. And I think Cole was using a the, cab and a Hughes and Kettner. Yeah, I had a Grandmaster Deluxe 40, which I still have. It's my backup rig, but mm-hmm. I haven't used it. I got my Helix in the summer of 2020, so... I've been using that ever since. That's what we record with. So, like, even if you listen to any, I don't know what the first song we recorded that with, but um, I would say maybe the tower. I don't yeah. remember. It might have been. We didn't use it up for the e- no because the EP was done before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, about probably the last five or six songs we've released have just been the Helixes recorded. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's sounds great and for all the stuff you get in there for the cost you know like if you were to buy all of that stuff it just it doesn't make sense you know so um and it's not like i mean we play metal so let's be honest we're not changing stuff a lot (laughs) like you find the modern metal sound and you just stick with it so you know yeah cool you almost shared your secret about about the badonk oh yeah so if you want to know the amp within the helix we use we use it to line six model. It's the line six badonk, um, which is, <laughs> if I remember correctly, it, it was a recreation of a line six amp called the Big Bottom. And um, I watched a guy on YouTube, Nick Hill, um, who I, you know, I finally think I got my dad to watch his stuff. Um, but he like basically taught me how to use the Helix. And uh, I watched a video where he created like a modern metal tone. That's where I got the idea to get that particular IR cab pack. And he did it with the donk. So I used what he made as a baseline, added like 13 more EQs, and <laughs> made some small adjustments, and uh, voila, we've got our sound. And I and it was nice when Aaron got his. I literally exported the file or whatever you want to call it, emailed it to him. He dropped it in, and he's got it too. So I used Nick Hill for uh, creating my bass tones too. Yeah, it's a, dude's a, he's not a big YouTuber, which is 
unfortunate because if you like modern metal anything and you use helixes or any of the modelers the dude is criminally underrated with how like good he is at creating just great sounds from scratch mm-hmm. so i definitely mm-hmm. recommend him he doesn't use like super crazy high-end gear either which is really cool yeah he's like uh you know, he's a guy who still has a day job and just does youtube for fun but like creates like the great metal guitar sounds you've ever heard all of his bass tones are made on like a Squire, uh, I think a Mustang or something like that, like a two or three hundred dollar bass. So, yeah, dude's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's cool. Let's see. We've we've gone we've gone over an hour. Um, let's see. Let's let's take a few more here. Uh, cool. Jay Beebs is asking Cole and Aaron favorite guitarist. Sinister Gates. <laughs> Yeah, that that the buck stops with him. Yeah, uh, short and sweet. Right. If I didn't discover Avenged Sevenfold in 2004, I would have never got into playing guitar. I would have never got into music. Coincidentally, I would have never had the career I have. This band, I probably would have never met my wife. Like, you know, so he he's he's top for me. There's a couple other guys that I really love, like Jake Pitts from Black Veil Brides. Big Randy Rhodes fan as well because of my dad. And mm-hmm. um, who else? Uh, there's like two more. Oh, AJ Manette, who I don't think people, a lot of people know of. He's a classical guitar professor now at the University of Maryland who's in a progressive metal band called The Human Abstract, who um, it, the dude's a ridiculous just musician in general. And, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of m- mine. So I'll, I'll just hop over the Sinister Gates one and just give some... I got, there's two that really come to mind. Um, not, I guess I wouldn't call them a deep cut, but probably not what you might expect said. Um, Steve Clark, the late guitarist of Def Leppard. And um, oddly enough, and I couldn't begin to tell you why, but Richie Sambora. Uh, so I, probably my mom's music tastes, you know, sitting in the backseat of her car listening to her stuff, but I always really thought, he was really talented, obviously. But, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, great singer, great singer, too, great yeah. player. I heard he's. I I heard rumor. I think he's supposed to be rejoining Bon Jovi. So fingers crossed. I, I think I've that. read that somewhere too. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I was telling Cole before we started. I, I used to live with with the the songwriter who wrote all the Bon Jovi stuff. Like oh, their wow. biggest. His name's Desmond Child. Wow. He I, wrote he wrote uh, "Living on a Prayer," "Bad Medicine," uh, all that stuff. Right on. That's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm very familiar with 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 the Bon Jovi, <laughs> the Bon Jovi <laughs> stuff, and yeah. Let me see. Let's take a couple more here. Uh, Chad, favorite vocalist? Um, Tony Kako from um, Sonata Artica or uh, Russell Allen from Symphony X. Nice. And then Matt's Tube of View. What bands or what band or bands would you not mind touring with? <laughs> I mean, everybody knows my answer. 
Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, how about you pick one? Um, uh, it's going to be quite the polar opposite of what Cole is. It, I would probably say, just for nostalgic reasons and for inspirational, it'd be probably like Mudvayne or Tool. Just I would love to <laughs> play at a show with one of them or like share their stage with one of those guys. Like it'd be amazing. Right on. I w- I'm going to keep it local, but not not as like a level, but from here. I think it would be cool to do, do a run with Beartooth if we had that opportunity. Just yeah. to, you know, Columbus band. I know Shomo doesn't live here anymore, but, you know, get two Ohio bands going out there for a while. That would be pretty fun. We have the same producer, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Our producer yeah. did the drums on the, not the most recent Beartooth album that came out a couple months ago, but the, the purple one, Devastation, That's- I think. He did the he did all the drums for it, which is cool. That yeah, album's called Below, isn't it? Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah, Devastation was the first single. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Chad, what about you? Uh so somebody who's gonna be fun to hang out with after the show. Um I guess say Franz. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think Attila would be fun to tour with. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say so, Necrogoblicon. So, somebody I can get drunk with. Uh, Necrogoblicon, too. But, yeah, somebody I can get drunk with after and have a good time. Like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of bands, like most of the bands you just said before I said this band, like, I feel like we would get done with the show and we would go into the trailers. That would be it. But, yeah, I want to party, man. <laughs> I would also, like, I think it'd be cool to tour or play a show with, like, Ice Nine Kills, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Black Veil Brides, just because they're another one of my all-time favorite bands so i know definitely ice night for sure yeah they're doing a lot of awesome stuff now and um so yeah that's you know just kind of go with whoever you can i guess we could play with any one of those bands that would be sweet it would be amazing yeah mm-hmm. yeah that'd be great yeah I think somebody matt i think somebody asked who your favorite bassist is <laughs> I just think one. God. Well, I mean, you can, I know your two answers. Right. Well, no, no. So, as I've evolved as a bassist, I will say this. Victor so, Wooten. Yes, it used to be Justin Chancellor, but now I primarily look to uh, Ryan Martini or Nick Shangelis. You didn't. I was really surprised you didn't say Victor Wooten with how much you talked about Victor Wooten to me. Now I've learned some of his stuff, <laughs> some of it, but I don't. I don't seek it for inspiration. It's just fun to play. That yeah. dude's amazing. And yeah, he, he is. He's he's so on my good. Bassist. Why can't you play bass like that, Matt? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Victor why aren't you Victor Wooten in a metalcore bass? <laughs> yeah, why? why aren't you twenty-five <laughs> years older right now? <laughs> Why are you playing solo bass throughout the entire metal song? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> You're jipping all of us. <laughs> you don't even sing and sing and play bass and play uh, one of those weird foot organ things like Getty Lee. Um, no, because Getty Lee is an alien. That's a why. Weird foot organ thing. Yeah. He's, he's an alien. Uh, <laughs> you suck, Matt. Sorry. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> No, no. My dad said Chad wants to open up for David Lee Roth. He does not like David Lee Roth. He's a <laughs> uh, Van Hagar fan. Hey, whoa, whoa! All the good. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, 
<laughs> doing this. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I love the I love the Hagar. I'm on the Hagar train. So, Re- so really? Yeah, absolutely. Seriously? I love Seriously? Sammy. Yeah. You love Sam? Oh, <laughs> uh, you're Hang gonna pull up a picture of you and Sammy. <laughs> I'll, I'll do I'll do one better, man. Look at this. It's Sammy, him and what's up, dude? How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, hi, you want to film? You can film all you want, okay. man. Okay. What do you want me to tell you in that camera? Johnny hey, Bean. happy birthday to you, man. <laughs> Thanks. I'm Johnny Bean. I've met hey, you a few Johnny times. Bean? Johnny Bean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Johnny Bean. Sammy Hagar here, man. Congratulations. There you go. One or there you go. You have no idea how much I love Sammy. He's a, he's amazing. <laughs> Somebody, wow. Matt, somebody asked about the Jonas Brothers, and we can't play with the Jonas Brothers because Matt would lose his wife. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Matt would be divorced. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm not even going to like, I'm like, it is what it is. Like, it's respectable. He's accepted it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, take that out. Yeah. It's all right. Well, How many guys can say, yeah, I lost my wife to Nick Jonas or whomever, so, or Joe Jonas, like, Hey, I found out. I watched uh, uh, whatever that one show was where they had like people who were related to famous people, but Nick and there was a fourth Jonas brother that I only found out because of this show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I feel like he would have fit in on like Jackass, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they had a fourth Jonas brother. I was like, oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> I think I've seen that show before. And I asked my wife, and I was like, who's the other one? She goes, oh, that's the fourth brother. I'm like, there's a fourth one? <laughs> Why was he on the Disney show? <laughs> right. <laughs> what? Where's he, he at? He could have played bass in the band. I, I don't, like, is, jokes, is he, not, jokes aside, he, but that's the thing. They didn't have a bass player. I, I don't true. think he was a musician at the time, was he? Is he a musician now? I don't know if he even is know. one, honestly. I think he yeah, just... that's probably why. Just, he just yeah. rides out the name. That's all he does. have a non-musician like in the group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just thanks off of the name. He goes, yeah, I'm related to those guys. They're my brothers. <laughs> Probably carries their stuff. Right. <laughs> He's the roadie. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Guess He's the head roadie. <laughs> somebody, hey, somebody I, said think, neither today. <laughs> I think in the TV show, he's the band manager, isn't he? I've never watched the show, so... <laughs> That's a question for Matt's wife and my sister. Yes. <laughs> so I have no idea. Let's see. Janice is saying we saw him at Nam. Johnny filmed him. Who? The Who did Jonas we see? Brother? The fourth brother. <laughs> the the yeah. mysterious Jonas brother. It might have been. Who he was at the time. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, hey, hey, got Matt Burton or Newstead. Newstead. I, I knew that's what you were going to say there. I think Newstead fit, like, Cliff was a great writer, but I think Newstead's style fit Metallica better, in my opinion. I, I found ironic that the guy's pictures, uh, the dude from Megadeth. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh, Wooten. Okay, she says that I filmed uh, Victor Wooten, I guess. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I've heard he's a very no, down buddy. Have you met Sinister Gates? <laughs> Cold kitchen to know. I, listen, I, I went to the bar they hung out, they hang out with all the time. It was in their documentary <laughs> in Huntington Beach, Johnny's Bar. I didn't see him. I was upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Cold camp down to 
I, I shot pool on the uh, if if anybody is a fan of theirs and you watch their all access DVD, I shot pool on the Jack Daniels pool table that Johnny projectile vomited off of when they were writing the Waking the Fallen album. <laughs> Cole actually sniffed that pool table. I did. <laughs> I tried to take it out the front door with me. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to shove it down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please. I, I didn't go so well. <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stuff uh let's see let's do a couple more and then we have, we have a giveaway oh yeah we have a giveaway to do, do you guys uh newstead or elfson elfson newstead <laughs> newstead i'm a huge newstead i love his playing style matt's really a big fan of the bass sounds on injustice for all yes they're my favorite <laughs> <laughs> you know if you actually, it's because it's out there. Somebody mixed it properly, and his everything he did on the album was actually really good. But can you hear it? Lars said no. <laughs> he hates bass. Yeah. yeah. I, was like, I know we recorded all that, but can we just like just take it out and not tell him until after it releases? Listen, it was it was in the band. It was new. Yeah, they had to haze him. That's the worst thing. He didn't tell him until after the album released. Oh, hey, we cut all your bass parts out. Yeah, your bass part sucked. So, yeah. adios. I boosted it my drum guitar part. sound really like weird and hi-fi. So, but it all worked <laughs> out. Uh, that's hilarious. Oh man, <laughs> let me see. Your your dad is saying, "Tell them about Alex Skolnick." Um, I mean, I know, I know who he is. Are you a fan of Testament? Uh, I I'm hit or miss, honestly. <laughs> If if we're being perfectly honest, I mean, I grew up listening to a lot of 80s stuff because of my parents. There's not a lot of 80s bands that I would say I, I actually, like, would listen to. Um, But, I mean, when it comes to, like, thrash metal, like, I like Testament more than I like Anthrax, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't hate him by any means. I like Alex's... Uh, I like a lot of the the jazz kind of fusion stuff he's done. Honestly, like yeah. when at one point in music school, I was studying a lot of that, and I was like, "Oh, Alex Skolnick does this! Like, I'll check that out." You know, so you know, he, I could go either way on them. He uh, he he taught guitar lessons at a, a shop that I worked at back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So I used to talk to him all the time. I mean, I would hang out with him all, all the time, and and I remember when he left berkeley california to move to new york to go to school to jazz you know he, he was going to jazz schools and then he formed a, a trio called yep, the, the Skolnick Skolnick trio, trio. Yep. and then he came back out here to san francisco and he played a show and i i taped the show on a little mini disc recorder and then i gave him a copy of it and he used that for his demo tape to get other other shows oh that's cool wow um, I, he's a hell of a guitar player you know, and um, so it's always really cool to see metal guys, especially who like branch out and do stuff that's not metal. I, I was always, saying that on one of these shows, actually, to your dad. I, I was, <laughs> I was telling him just the other day. I, I was saying, and I used Alex as a an example of of somebody that that became. You know, I mean, that's the goal as a musician. You want to become your own your own person. You don't want to be the guy known as oh the Van Halen clone or or whatever you know mm-hmm. you want to 
be you want to become yourself. And Alex was able to do that a couple times with Testament, you know, with the thrash stuff and then with the, the jazz stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then um, what's cool is like once you kind of start to study that stuff, you incorporate it back into metal. And now all of a sudden you're not just ripping harmonic minor licks and minor pentatonic licks. You've got, you know, you start getting all this jazz fusion stuff in there. And it, I think at least to me, like it makes it a little bit more interesting because I think one of the worst things that you can do if you're a musician and you're listening to music is to be able to take a song you've never heard and predict what's coming next. And I think that's a big thing now with a lot of stuff you'll, you can run into. But uh, so, yeah, I always mm-hmm. like when you find people who, you know, have different like influences that are like way out in left field compared to like what it is that they normally write in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But with, if, you know, with, with commercial music, it kind it kind of has to be a formula of, yeah. of, of knowing what's going to happen. Cause that's, that's, I always make the joke about octane core and how everything just sounds so similar. And like, that's like the one that I'll listen to a lot where like, I can listen to a song for the first time and I'm like, here comes the, you know, here's the intro. Here's the core. Here's the first verse. That's all clean guitars. And then here comes your pre-chorus and chorus. Here's your pre-breakdown. Like you can kind of just predict, you know, even like what the chord progression is going to be and stuff. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it could be done really well and sound really cool. But, you know, when you start to kind of hear a lot of the same, same sound coming from 10 different directions, it's like, what's the point? You know, it's, <laughs> But I mean, I get it. You know, music's about chasing trends, especially if you're trying to blow up. But I think if you're writing music to, you know, have that song that goes viral, I don't think you're doing it well. And it's not going to last, I don't think. It, yeah, I think it, it depends on the, on the genre of music, too, though. Yeah, this is talking specifically like metal, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like pop music, like, that formula hasn't changed and there's a reason it works, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I, yeah, you're right. I think it depends on what it is you're like listening to. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Should we, you want to do the giveaway? Sure. Let's However do we do that. <laughs> How do we do that? Uh, I'll let you go. I'll let you pick. Um, normally we, we, uh, Okay, the way it works, it's it's a random number generator, and what I do is is we can set the parameters between zero and wherever, and so I'm gonna let you pick. Uh, well, don't say the num. Well, actually, give me a number between zero and well, no, give me a number zero to what, and people uh, have to pick between that. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I usually do, I usually do uh, zero. Between zero and a hundred is what I usually do. But forty-two. <laughs> there we go. Everybody's favorite number. <laughs> we could do that. Zero between zero and forty-two. In honor yeah. of Jack Robinson. <laughs> okay. All right. Random number. Let's see. It should happen in a second. There we go. My dad just right, gets two fifty. Dad, that's that's bigger than forty-two. <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> Between zero and forty-two, type a number now on YouTube. 
Jeopardy Somebody's going to get this immediately. <laughs> well, my dad, my dad gets two fifty, so he's he's disqualified. <laughs> Let's see. So, what happens if multiple people guess the right one? Yeah, it picks the, it we'll picks the first it person to get it. I was going to say, is it just like fights oh. to the death? <laughs> well, we should, we should, we should, we should make a fight. <laughs> we can play the Mortal Kombat movie theme song while they fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody got it. Uh oh. There we go. There we go. J Beebs won. Hey, J Beebs won. What was the number? Like it was just curious. 28, it looks like. The, the number. Yeah, it would have said. Is it 20? Yeah, it was 28. Hey. Oh, yeah. There you go. Whoa. Real class. <laughs> real, real class. Good job. <laughs> You're a winner. Jay Beebs. Jay Beebs won. Uh, Jay Beebs won one. Uh, what? Well, message me. See, I normally have like a phone number and stuff on here. The thing is, the more people that, that join the, these calls, it kind of covers up like, like the, the backgrounds I've pre-made. Mm-hmm. Actually, that would have worked tonight. I could have had that up there all the whole night. Okay, so 415-952-3263. Text me. Text me, and I will get your... I guess I'll exchange your infos. Yeah, because we'll, we'll need to know what, what, what mm-hmm. he wants and then what size, and then we'll need to know where to send it to. So, Yeah. I told you this, I think, uh, when we were talking before this. I'll say this now. Um, anything that comes through our online store is made to order. So... Um, we usually say give it up to a week for the shirt to be created and then we'll get it shipped out. So it won't be like tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, so got got... Later tonight. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Yeah, sure. I actually just printed it. <laughs> In about two Jay minutes. One. Faith and failure um, t-shirt. Somebody said they saw my cat. Yeah. That's stubs. We actually um, have eight cats or nine cats. I think. I don't know at this point, but that's the one that stays in the room with me. I was looking for mine. We could introduce uh, them. Like, oh yeah, the, where's mine? Ned. <laughs> Ned. Ned. Yeah. Ned. I, I saw a cat. Oh, I have a cat too. Yeah, yeah. he's amazing. That's Ned. a great name for a cat, Ned. <laughs> yeah, we've got that that cat back there. That cat is named Stubbs. I named her because she has very stubby legs. We actually, we, we saved her. She almost died. She was an outdoor cat we fed for a while. Uh, We've got her kids too. Yeah, my cat was a feral cat that somebody found and, and we adopted them from them. Yeah. Yeah, we've got, uh, when, I, when I met my wife, she had three cats and we now have nine. So, you know, we like cats over here, I guess. Oh, I Chad's got one. Oh, Who's that? His name's Alucard. He was just sleeping. Was that the Aww. one that fell in the toolbox? Uh, no, that's the other one. That, that, that one's really hard to get. Ah. She, she doesn't like people. But he does. <laughs> he looks so <laughs> real. They're sleeping. They're easy to catch. Yeah, he was sleeping. He's still trying to sleep. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, Jay Beebs, thank you. I got you. I got your info. Congratulations again, man. 
Yeah, I don't think we said that. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. That was the guy I kept asking us questions too. So yeah, yeah so this so is you interact. Reward. You got the you interact, and the AI will take notice. <laughs> you get that's, rewarded. It's exactly like, how that works. It's called classical conditioning <laughs> for anybody who took a psych psych class in college. Cool. Well, right on, dudes. Right on. Yeah. We've got about yeah. This is great, you guys. Thank you again. Thank you for for uh, for being here. Well, thank you to Cole's dad, really. Mm -hmm. yes. Thank you, Cole's dad. Yes. <laughs> yes, thank you, Cole's dad. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Kaluger. Don't don't do that. He'll tell you. It'll make him sound old or feel old. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Mr. K. There you go, Mr. K. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You know, good times. Yeah. Um, just I guess right. it sounds like we're wrapping up. Just uh, for anybody, you said the link trees links there. Um, if you want to check out any of our stuff, uh, link trees got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, our website, our merch store. Um, uh, it's got links to us on Spotify, on Apple Music, on YouTube. I mean, it's pretty much all there. We've got. Uh, I did see a lot of people who said they were randomly like kind of checking out different songs tonight. And it looked like they all liked them. So thank you for that. Um, we've got a lot of songs out. There's like 15 out, you know, so got another one coming. Yeah, hey, something like that. that. We got a lot. We got a lot of music out. There's an EP and the rest are singles. Funny. Something like that. But yeah, and we got the new one coming out in a couple of weeks. And we're actually going back to the studio at the beginning of February to record what will be the second single for this year. So um, yeah, follow us on whatever keep up with things um you know we'll we'll always respond to comments and everything and follow people back and um if you like the music let us know you know um you know i always appreciate anybody who supports us even if you only check out 30 seconds of one song hey we appreciate it so even if you didn't like it tell us yeah. if you didn't like it and you want to voice your concern talk to matt yes he handles customer complaints. And I will forward it to Cole. Uh, <laughs> and then I will just send it. I'll, I'll send a return to senders right back to that. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, great. Great to meet you guys. And yeah, you guys definitely have to come back. Uh, and if you, if you uh, make it this way to the Bay Area, I'm sure uh, we can do a video together. And then you can show it on other yes other ones. <laughs> Somebody can mention faith and failure. You could be like, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be a video of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I get a, I, I I always forget. Can I get a channel ID from you guys? Yeah. Does somebody or you all want to say uh, you're what? Or this is how should we do that? I've never had this many people here do a channel ID before. I don't know. We can all uh, we can figure out how many words and we can go through them like telephone. Oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like we are faith in failure. You are watching Johnny Bean TV. Yeah, there we go. I'll say Some... the we are faith and failure part. And then somebody else take that's the next like, part. That's like all of it. What are the rest right. of us like, going to do? <laughs> okay, I'll find I'll say we are. And then somebody can yell Marshall. And then... <laughs> I don't if you don't like sports, I don't think you're gonna get that joke. No. But uh uh, yeah, we'll take it from the, we'll take it from there. So you could have said farmers. 
Because Colcus We are farmers, yeah. And then And then he can get copyright so claimed. <laughs> uh, that happens when your dad's on the show every time. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> last Thank night he was Peggy. swearing oh no <laughs> he's like a sailor down there listen he gets he gets warm and cozy in his fake log cabin in the basement he just lets it fly oh, man. uh but yeah um but yeah if you want to do that we can that'd be cool we yeah plan it, plan it out i'll say we are somebody just do else it. yeah say something else so ready? I can. Dibs. <laughs> All right, I got it. I got I'll it. Say, I'll say you are watching. Aaron, that leaves me with Johnny Bean TV. There you go. There you yeah. go. All right, ready? Aaron, you say Johnny Bean. Chad says TV. All right. All right. I think we got a plan. So right, I say you say two things. Chad says two things. Yeah, just say two things, Chad. It'll be okay. So I'll, I'll I'll say TV at the end after he says Johnny Bean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We are Faith and Failure. You are watching Johnny Bean TV. We did it. <laughs> Janice, can you yeah. clip that? Awesome. As you can tell, we are a very professional and polished group we've done this before <laughs> we have, we do this all the time if you would like us if you would like to hire us to voice over your stuff you find us on cameo uh, find us on yeah. MySpace. <laughs> there we go i'm still on myspace and i am on cameo see there you go yeah you're all over the place <laughs> and he knows everybody yeah yeah pretty much amazing yeah what song so you is guys? in your bio Huh? What song is in your bio? In my on my MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> is it? They uh, disabled that. It doesn't. I don't think it plays anymore. Oh. <laughs> half my so half my photos are gone. It's, it's a train wreck over there. Oh, I was going to ask if it was like uh, like a ska song. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why not? Who's the guy? Was it Timber Justin Timberlake bought MySpace at one point and brought it yeah. back, kind of, yeah, and kind of changed it. Made it look kind of cool, but it's still like broken and busted up. And then he yeah. sold it too. I don't know who owns it now, but Tom needs to buy it back. Yep. We need Tom. Listen, Tom millennial Tom nostalgia is a real thing right now. And the ultimate millennial nostalgia is MySpace. So Tom, <laughs> I know you're watching this from your island resort that you probably live at. You need to buy MySpace back. And make it how it was. And then somebody needs to bring back the gates of hell for Hot Topic. Yes. <laughs> All will be right in the world if we can do Please. that. <laughs> Man. All right. Right on, dudes. Well, hey, thank you again. We'll do, we'll do this again, man. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Definitely. You're welcome. You're welcome. And don't don't hang up just yet. Let me just say thank you to our uh, channel members here on Johnny Bean TV channel YouTube. Thank you for your continued support uh, for this channel in these shows. I will see you guys tomorrow, maybe from a guitar center. Maybe. I don't know. I, I go live in the platinum rooms and I like do reviews on guitars and stuff. They hate you. So, <laughs> they, they, do, they do hate me yeah 
Oh, look at this guy showing our horrible quality control. He's back again. <laughs> I, I used to do walkthroughs of that place and show like all the crap on the floor and the busted stuff. And, oh, yeah. and I hate I to say I'm it, but they sell, they, oh, they, sell new, they sell new guitars as new, but they're, they're all beat up and used. Nothing oh, yeah. there is like new, you know? I was gonna say I'm surprised you don't have like a your picture like in the front of the store be like you're not allowed yeah, in like the the no fly list. Yeah, I was actually I was actually getting to be good friends with the security guard and then and then she vanished. <laughs> this See, is true. They, they knew this they knew you were yeah. you were rubbing elbows with uh, with, with right. people on the inside. So <laughs> now you're gonna get you know some dude who hates you. <laughs> I've I do a YouTube show. I got dudes that hate me all over the place. That's oh, true. Yeah. 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 YouTubers are uh, so, that's yeah, different, different breed in public. <laughs> that's amazing, though. I'm going to watch some of this. You know, yeah. bring back like weird, uh, you know, nostalgic, but also like unwanted feelings from working at Sam Ash mm -hmm. <laughs> and dealing with people who would come and be like, this guitar is busted. Yeah. It's been hanging on the wall for two years. What do you expect? <laughs> they don't pay us enough to fix it. <laughs> oh man! Well, hey, we can do it. that's the next show. Next All show, right. we can talk about that stuff. Well. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching and check check them out. Faith and failure. Link down below in the description here on YouTube. Congrats to JBeebs One for the T-shirt. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Yep. All right. All right, thank you guys. Johnny Bean TV. Oh well, yeah, let's do this. All right. There you go. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Page break disconnect. You're watching Johnny Bean TV. Hey everybody. I'm this guy, David Olson. We are at Summer Nam in Anaheim. And we are watching Johnny Bean TV. This is Michael Anthony right here, and you are watching Johnny Bean TV. Keep it there. Woo!